Hey, I'm glad you tuned in today because I'm going to tell you when Jesus is coming back. And I'm serious. I know. I know when he's coming back. That's what we're going to cover today. You definitely don't want to miss today's podcast because then you will know when Jesus is coming back. So get out your paper, your pen, and get ready because that's what we're going today. Wake the faith up, Slayer Garth Ekman, David Alliance. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you're having a great day, great week. I am. Christmas is almost here. Hope you got your shopping done. I don't know if any of you ever saw the the Saturday Night Live skit where they visited Jesus, the three wise men visited Jesus, and Will Ferrell comes in late bearing gifts from a 7-Eleven. I only laugh because I've done that before in the past. Years ago, when I realized I didn't get enough gifts for people, and I'm like at PDQ or, you know, a, a 24-hour Walgreens, not good. Don't get caught in that situation, people. Just put money in an envelope, much better. At least it looks like you thought about it a little. So that's my heads up to you. Hey, you can reach out to me at tdagiantslayer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. And also make sure you share the podcast and rate the podcast so more people find us. Okay. Jumping into, when will Jesus be coming back? Well, we don't have the actual date, but we do know the time. And you might think, that doesn't make any sense, Garth, but it will when I read you this out of Matthew chapter 24. And again, we don't know when, but we will know the time. Here's how we know, Matthew 24, 3. As Jesus was sitting at the Mount of Olives, his disciples came to him privately and said, Hey, when will this happen? And what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah, and I will deceive and, and they will deceive many. You will hear of wars, rumors of wars. See to it that none are alarmed. Such things must happen. But if the end is still to come, nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death and you will be hated by all nations because of me. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other, and many false prophets will appear and deceive many people because of the increase of wickedness. The love of most will grow cold, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Okay, so we get an understanding that there are going to be signs everywhere. We may not know the day, but we know the time. And the time is today. The time means the signs are happening all around us, everywhere. There's a record amount of weather actions around the world. Where it's supposed to be hot, it's cold. Where it's supposed to be cold, it's hot. Where it's supposed to be dry, it's wet. Where it's supposed to be wet, it's dry. There are wars, rumors of wars. Every day, not just in a country, not just country against country, but wars within nations. We in the United States were in our own war morally with with, uh, politicians and Democrats versus Republicans versus the, you know, (laughs) I won't go there. I'm going to sit my mouth. Uh, Then we have powers, money, uh, switching hands. We have the digital currency. People are fighting over whether they should have that or just be a paperless, cashless society. Then there are many that are claiming to have the answer, whether they be politicians, kings, governments, presidents, monarchs, business moguls. Of course, look around. We've got famines. We've got floods. We've got faithfulness. People will slowly 
grow cold to the gospel. And evil, we become attractive. This is what Jesus is saying. This is how we know that it's time. It's time for Jesus to come back. The word there in the Greek, led astray, it means to be swooned away or to be, to be lured or swayed away from the rigid way. Rigid is an unusual term, you might say. It's saying there's a steadfast, rock-solid, rigid way to go. It's the only way to go, and people will be swooned. They will swoon. They will be, they will be lollygagged and you know, kind of winked at and caressed, and they'll be mm, seduced in a way to leave the rigid or the right way. Look, there's only one way, Jesus. Follow Scripture, and if you don't follow that, you'll be led astray. You'll grow cold, period. So what is one to do? How do you stay hot? How do you keep from being seduced? Well, you stay next to Jesus. Okay, how do you stay hot for Jesus and not just hot for teacher? Sorry, I'm a Van Halen fan. Well, most would guess I'm going to say read your Bible. I would say that. And pray. I would say that. Go to church. Go to Bible study. Stay accountable. Yep, I would say all those things. And that's all good. But let me give you two quick, easy, and effective ways to stay hot and to not be seduced. Truth is, the best way to stay hot is simply obedience. Obeying God's voice in you when he speaks to you. And that means when you see the red in scripture, you obey that. Uh, That means what you hear him tell you to do in your heart and mind, you do that. It is obedience on all fronts. It means you obey your authorities, you obey your spouse, you obey your pastor, you obey scripture. And again, you obey that inner voice speaking to you. And secondly, and very important, how to stay hot? You measure your success. Hey, people don't like to be measured when it comes to their Christianity or their walk. It seems like works or like like you're bragging about it maybe, like, well, this is how well I did. But the truth be told, the best way to achieve better behavior is to reward current good behavior. And in fact, it is what God does. You remember the parable of the talents? The, the guy who does good with the talents gets rewarded with more? This is simply measuring your success. So how many of your prayers have been answered? How many people have you witnessed to? How many have accepted Christ? How much have you given above and beyond your tithe of 10% of your income? How have you treated your spouse compared to last year? How much scripture have you memorized? This is measuring your success, or I guess measuring the lack thereof. And you say, Garth, this sounds like works. Or you might say, Garth, this sounds like you're bragging. Well, I say, sounds like measured success. And when I do that, I get a pretty good measure of whether or not I'm getting colder or I'm getting bolder for Jesus. Think about it, do it, and stay hot. Garth Heckman, David Alliance, keep slaying giants.